Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another hemp-spiring hemp episode of Hemp Aware Radio. Tyler Hemp here, your hemp entrepreneurial host, here to hemp power and hemp educate your hemposphere because it's important. I, I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I'm broadcasting from the Upper Sacramento River in the Trinity Alps, and I've got a special guest on today's show uh, that we're going to be discussing a, a topic that's quite near and dear to my heart. And um, it was, in fact, this exact topic that shifted my trajectory, so to speak, on, on how I felt about what I was here to do on this planet. And so before we get started and, and uh, bring on gluten-free and sprouting expert Mark Olmsted, I want to just tell you this brief story that I just kind of alluded to about my shifted trajectory on why I'm on this planet. And so... You might know I was I was first introduced to hemp twine and um, you know making macrame and bracelets and um, you know I knew what hemp was in that aspect and as a teenager being born and raised in Southern California I had an awareness of what cannabis was and the recreational and medicinal side of cannabis but when I was about 17 I was introduced to hemp protein powder and. Um, it was my grandmother that introduced me to it. She brought it home from the local health food store down there. And I put some hemp protein in some almond milk and I drank it down. And it was that moment that I had this epiphany that I'm here on this planet to do something huge. And um, for those of you that know my story, I had some injuries as a child that sort of got me to question my life and, and ask, you know, why am I here? I could have just died, you know, from this experience. And so after, you know, seeing this plant as, as being a vehicle and how I could make a difference that really opened up my mind to, to being able to provide food, shelter, clothing, and literally thousands of products and, and essentially creating peace on earth. And so that leads us to today where we're actually going to talk about this amazing seed, the hemp seed and, and how sprouting it and, 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 and um, you know, releasing these enzyme inhibitors and, and really unlocking the vital nutrients and, and just experiencing greater health and wellness. So I want to thank Mark for being on today's show and uh, welcome to the Hemp Aware Train of Thought. Thank you very much, Tyler. Appreciate it. Right on. So please share with our listeners a little bit more about your background. Um, obviously, you have a, a, a gluten-free and, and sprouting background, but what, what did you do before that or how did you come into this world of sprouting and and consuming gluten-free grains and 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 uh, and then eventually hemp, of course. So uh, my background is in the baking industry, and I've worked as a pastry chef and for the last uh, about thirty-three, thirty-four years. Um, after working in a lot of the hotels and uh, country clubs, restaurants, um, I tend you know you tend to do things over and over for a while and get bored and need something new to do. And I've worked up in the, um, a lot of the uh, ski industry, uh, hotel restaurants, and mm-hmm. um, enjoyed that, but needed another challenge. And so yeah. my wife and I decided to move down to Denver, and mm-hmm. I started working at a bakery and met a friend of mine there who we started talking about gluten-free beer. And that's what kind of started the whole sprouting and malting uh, business. And so one thing led to another, and we ended up uh, looking around for supply 
and didn't really see much of any. And so decided to get into that business as well and then realized that uh, there's some really cool ingredients and some great flavors that we can uh, produce with these um, new ingredients. And hemp happened to be one of them. And so one thing led to another and uh, <laughs> here we are. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's all hempening, as we like to say. More and more popularity around, of course, the cannabinoid content. But when we're dealing with the seed, it's just uh, you know the protein and oil and fiber and minerals. Um, and and on that topic, what would you say are some of the biggest benefits of consuming not only hemp seeds or, or grains and nuts and, and seeds, um, but what is the benefit of sprouting them? Why is that? make anything different so basically um a, a seed or a, a grain's natural defense um there's a barrier uh, phytic acid is in most of the grains um it's a, it's a little barrier that's um naturally present that once you sprout soak or uh, ferment the product you actually lose that barrier and you actually open the plant up to um growing itself or in our case, uh, we're able to grow it or sprout it and soak it just long enough for the plant to start to wake up and start to grow. And in stopping it, uh, we're able to capture all those nutrients for uh, the person that would uh, consume the product. And mm -hmm. so um, there's enormous benefits to hemp, unlike any other, um, you know, many other plants and, and seeds and grains out there. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, I, <laughs> incidentally, when I had those injuries as a child, it sort of set me up for a, a life of like, how can I be as healthy as possible? And so I met some phenomenal individuals and got to work shoulder to shoulder with them, um, like Lou Corona and, and Ito and some amazing, um, you know, Jenny Ross and uh, Giuliano Brotman. These are all raw living food uh, cultured food uh, advocates, especially Lou Corona. And, and one of the things that he taught me was that when you soak the nuts and seeds and grains, like you just said, you release the phytic acid and they, they literally, all of that energy goes toward becoming a sprout. And so what you're doing is like releasing the enzyme inhibitors. And then as it's bursting with energy, getting ready to, to become a plant, you dehydrate it or take those, those seeds before they actually become germinated uh, into a sprout, so to speak, you actually ca ca encapsulate that and then turn it into protein. And it sounds like you're doing hemp seed oil now and, and, and hemp hearts with these products. So um, tell us a little bit about each one of these products and, and, and what you're able to do with them. Um, so uh, we have um, in soaking the seed, gotten some great flavors out of it. It tastes a little bit um, more roasty than a rossi would taste. Um, it's definitely a lot more nutritious for you. And, um, you know, we've made things like uh, have a company making a honey hemp bar with um, the sprouted seeds in it coming up uh, this fall. Um, you know, as far as the... Uh, the protein powder, once you press the oil out, you increase the shelf life of the product, but you also uh, gain a big benefit for, you know, the protein source, for a fiber source. Um, you're able to use that in, in replacement of some flowers. 
Um, you get some enormous uh, flavors out of that, some color out of that. Um, lots of benefits there, of course. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and as far as the hemp hearts go, unlike raw hemp hearts, it has a little bit more of a toasty uh, flavor to it, a little bit more color. Um, we like ours a lot just because um, it has a much more developed taste. Um, everybody who's tried it, uh, we have a good following so far. We've made some toffee no with it. Um, just really fun stuff, uh, and people love it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, they're delicious. As soon as we got samples from you, we immediately put them on BullCampWarehouse.com, and, and we are offering you know your products in bulk, as you, of course, know. But for our listeners that are wanting to experiment or, or start implementing this uh, amazing, cutting-edge, never-done-before product line, of sprouted seeds and, and my background in, in being in the raw living cultured food world. It's just so idealistic for me uh, to be able to offer such a product. And um, I mean, for those are, that are familiar with the sprouting process, they, they might have some idea of how you do this. And I don't know if you would be at the liberty of sharing your, your process, but what, what are kind of the stages of taking these viable raw seeds and, and, and soaking them, enough to where you release these inhibitors and then do you put them in a big dehydrator or how, how does that process look? So basically if you're able to soak the seed until it reaches about 55% and you can do that from uh, simply weighing them um, and then doing the math, uh, that, that makes it fairly easy. Uh, 45 to 55%, um, then you're able to uh, drain the water and you're able to let it sit and germinate, rinsing it a couple times a day uh, for about two days. And then we actually put it in a very low temperature and uh, basically run off the water, therefore giving it a an extremely um, bioavailability of all the nutrients and all the benefits of the seed um, becoming a plant. Instead, you get that benefit. And then we also get a shelf life on that product and so, I mean, there's there's an enormous benefit for doing that. Most certainly. Wow, that's such a neat a neat process, and really nobody else, I think, is doing that with hemp seeds. So you're certainly on the cutting edge, and, and as we are working in, in tandem with you. Um, and so kind of on the opposite side of the scale, we talked about the amazing benefits of of soaking and sprouting these seeds and dehydrating them while they're still living and raw. But what, what why... Uh, would someone want to avoid, per se, just eating raw seed or grain? Or you know, I, I, from my understanding, and sorry to interrupt or interject right off the bat, but hemp seeds are a pretty digestible seed as it is because it's small and, and soft. Um, but obviously, there are these enzyme inhibitors, so there is some level of indigestion, so to speak, from those enzyme inhibitors. So obviously, it's going to be even more digestible. But what is your take on? on eating unsprouted or ungerminated seeds and, and grains? So basically, um, there's a couple things that benefit from sprouting. Let's, you know, if you look at uh, the sprouting world in general, the main things that even Dr. Mercola brings up um, are nutrition, um, digestibility. Um, you know, proteins are much more easily digestible along with the carbohydrates. Um, you know, you you have a much more concentrated form as well. Um, 
you know, there you you have uh, more like a tenfold um, increase in the benefits that you would get as as you would without it. Um, without it, uh, you have a lot more uh, difficulty in most systems in um, inflammation and in, in the you know digestibility as you would with sprouting or going through that process. So, you know, as far as um, you know, there's definitely much more benefit for sprouting than not. You you definitely miss out on a good portion of the nutrients and the uh, bioavailability of all the products uh, that right. come out Which, of that. Exactly. And for those that might not know that term bioavailability, bio meaning life and availability, meaning that life to be able to get into your cells and provide the vital nutrients and, and energy and, and, uh, really feed those, those carbohydrates, fats, and proteins into the cell, right? That's the bioavailability. Right. Cool. Right, for sure. So let's talk a little bit more about the uses. You mentioned taking this seed and using it uh, for brewing purposes. You, you talked about uh, the hemp protein powder, uh, the, the toasted hemp seeds, hemp hearts, going into like food bars, Um what are what are some of the other uh, uses or applications for these these finished products? I think one of the most exciting things that we've had a good response with is brined uh, sprouted hemp seed. So we've gotten all the benefits and all the, the the best of the seed. Plus, we have a brine solution, which is basically a saltwater solution that is used to re-soak it and then drive off the water, leaving behind um, you know if you use good uh, sea salt or um, you know pink salt um, you also get some nutrients and some benefits from that as well right and we have uh, a customer making a chocolate uh, clusters with that in the future too so uh, great mm-hmm. salt and sweet combination um, we've got some customers making protein burgers with different um, types of hemp seed as well. Uh, we've got uh, bread crackers, um, uh, roasted seed that we have a customer buying for um, adding into uh, to like uh, uh, chips and things. And so you get nice big particulate in there as well. Um, it's it's a, it's a great product to use. It's unlike any other that I've mm-hmm. ever used. You know, and as far as uh, brewing goes, you know, we've we've heard of people using anything from roasted seed to uh, the actual plant itself to actually flavor beer in general. And boy, you sure get different flavors from different parts of the plant, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, all all the way to head retention with the protein side. Right. That's interesting. Yeah, I'm not a beer drinker myself, so I don't know that world, but I'm. I'm uh, certainly impressed with, you know, the alchemy and, and, and really taking these, this, this amazing seed and turning it into so, I mean, just from the last 15 plus years of my investigation and research and study on, on the topic, some say that there's 25,000 known uses. And I mean, with how many extra uses or additional uses that I hear every day, I'm starting to actually believe that statement. Right. Most definitely. 
Yeah. So to kind of shift gears a little bit, a, a lot of our audience are entrepreneurs. They have their own hemp companies. They're, you know, wanting to be more hemp educated on the on different topics. And so obviously today's topic is hemp foods and, and utilizing this seed. Um, but with regard to, you know, owning your own business and especially working with hemp, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges that you've had to deal with, uh, you know, in the hemp industry or working with hemp and, and how have you been able to overcome them? So biggest thing that we had to overcome was uh, convincing the uh, DEA and the border uh, agents that we were, that we had seed that was not viable any longer going through the germination process. Um, we can prove on paper through a couple laboratories um, that it is not uh, viable and that also there is no CBD and no uh, THC content available after that process. Uh, we've mm -hmm. done the test, test enough, long enough to know that, um, and we can prove that. And then also um, contacting the DEA and getting them to sign off on that, um, that's, that's a challenge. Uh, but I think we've, we've gotten to that point. Um, the Department of Agriculture and the DEA we work together with to be able to send sprouted seed uh, across the border into Canada. Um, that that took a little while, but it is possible. It takes a little patience and a little uh, little time, but it is possible to do. Um, we're all hoping, as you very well know, that uh, you know the that hemp is made legal here. But in the meantime, trying to educate people that. Uh, you know, marijuana and hemp are not the same product, and that uh, you know it's uh, definitely has its its place and its benefits. And so, um, those are some of the biggest challenges that we had. Um, we've gotten to the point where we have built up some friendships and some trusts on on those issues, and so we're able to you know accomplish our goal and get it to where we need to. Right on. Well, as I read between the lines, you know, each each sector of the hemp industry has to deal with its own uh, idiosyncrasies or its own rules, regulations, and laws. And so, I, I commend you and thank you. And you know, as I read between the lines, you're you're to me what I got out of that is that you're persistent, you're consistent, your your communication skills, you're, you're patient with people, developing those relationships and, and, and continuing to pursue that. And I appreciate that very much because people like you that are laying the groundwork for others to have the confidence to enter into this, into this world of, of uh, vital, vital health and wealth. And, and, and to me, that's what hemp is. It's a vehicle for us to experience the, the, the types of businesses that we want to experience and live in the types of homes that are healthy and support our ecosystem, but our inner ecosystem as well. And uh, so I, I appreciate you doing the legwork very much, Mark. And um, yeah, so reading between the lines, I can tell you're, you're consistent, you're, you're doing the work. And uh, so it, it's fun. I'm, I'm excited to see what's coming. Um, and I would love to hear your, your perception. What, what do you think the next, you know, two to five years looks like for, the hemp industry or for the hemp food industry, in your opinion? No, I think that, um, I mean, first of all, uh, if you look at hemp as a whole, it's a very complete uh, product. I mean, it has a complete, um, 
it's it's complete on the omega three side, and um, it, it's it's such a good quality product. Uh, wish we had had this product around a long time ago, but hey, uh, we have the benefit now of introducing it to um, in different situations and different applications and bringing a lot of new products to the market. You know, if you compare mm-hmm. uh, protein-wise, um, it's one of the most exciting proteins out there because it is complete. Um, it is also a rival to, if you put it up against a lot of the different meat products, it, it exceeds the protein levels in, you know, in chicken and in beef. And so as far as a vegetarian goes, this is a great substitute. Um, you know, it, it is a complete, it has a complete line of amino acids in this product. It is a developer's dream to have a product like this because you really don't have to add much to it. And on your label, um, you know, very few items have to be added uh, in, in order to make your, your uh, uh nutritionals line up and so this this is a very exciting product to have for me absolutely yeah in fact hemp contains like you said this full array of amino acids and from my understanding there's something like 10 essential amino acids and like two non-essential that it also contains one of them or at least that children require for for growth and there's one amino acid in hemp and please anybody check me on this, but according to my research on um, this word, um, uh, what is the word? Um, Edistine or edistine. And it's an amino acid uh, that apparently assists with digestion. Uh, And and, in fact, that's where the word edible comes from, from this word edistin. So things that are high in edistin, the word edible, you know, they're they're typically edible, um, uh, you know, plants. So you know, when you eat hemp, not only are you getting this full array of, of amino acids, but you're getting essential fatty acids and, and, and this one particular amino acid that will assist the digestion of whatever you're eating it with. So it's really just a, a, a miracle, so to speak, or a unique plant. I think life is a miracle in general, but hemp is just uh, blows us away every day. Definitely. One of, one of the, my favorite things to come along and as an ingredient to use um, that I can think of. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I mean, you can make it into like a milk product. You can put it, like you said, into protein bars. You can make ice cream with it. Chips, you can add it as uh, a garnish, you know, or a topping on top of soups. You can put it into smoothies, pâtés, parfaits, desserts. I mean, it's literally just like a universal plant for all these different uh, applications. So, um, wow, I think we really covered uh, some great ground here. And uh, unless you had any last thoughts, I I really appreciate your time, Mark. And um, for anybody that wants to pick up some of these products, check out bullkempwarehouse.com. And you can just type in Sprouted in the search bar at the top, and you'll see the different uh, products that are online. Is the hemp seed oil available now? I I do have some oil available, and uh, we'll get some out to you guys and. I'd love to see what everybody thinks. Right on. And any other last thoughts for our listeners? Uh, we have a, I know of a couple of um, vets looking at using this for a protein replacement and, and some uh, different pet foods coming out too. So I'm very excited mm-hmm. to see how that works. 
Absolutely, yeah. And if people are doing uh, CBD related products, you know, you can blend hemp protein or hemp seed oil. You can use it as the carrier. And so uh, you're, you're absolutely right. I appreciate you mentioning that for our animals and getting them much higher quality proteins rather than the uh, recycled leftover dead animal parts that are probably not too, uh, not too nutrient dense. Um, but anyway, I'm sure there's other great animal products, but this hemp will just boost the quality and integrity of whatever product you're putting it in. So if uh, you guys have any other questions, feel free to email them to support at hempaware.com or email me at support at hempaware.com. I'm your entrepreneurial host, Tyler Hemp, here with Mark Olmstead with Gluten-Free, and um, we look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thanks again, Mark, for joining me. Thanks, Tyler. All right. Have a great day, everyone. Peace and blessings.